This is a little sparkle, welcome everyone We all are teachers, we know it's hard To educate our kids and make them fake Alright, welcome back to Leave a Little Sparkle. I am your first host, co-host, Julie Walker, and I'm here with your co-host, Christine yeah. Parker. <laughs> welcome back. So um let's let's just kind of catch everybody up. If you missed last week's episode, Christine is now our co-host. And aren't we lucky? <laughs> I'm the lucky one. Aw, you know I love you, and I'm so glad that we get to share this. As we like to talk, and I think we're just really good at it. <laughs> we are. It comes so naturally to us. It really does. It really does. So um, the series we're in, we're in season four currently. The series we're in is What I Wish You Knew. And so we're looking at all different facets of education. Last week, we talked about your situation being a kindergarten teacher and um then I kind of teased everybody by saying that I got a lateral promotion and then said, we'll talk about that later. And then we never did. So um, this week, we're going to kind of open that discussion up and talk about coaching and what that's like. Um, so, yeah. Any So what's been new for you this last week before we dive in, in the world of education? <laughs> No, same oh same oh I just feel like it's still a full moon even though it's not that was pretty much last week but I swear in kindergarten it I think like some years feel like full moons like some years are better than others in education and yeah you know I think we're in that slump this year yes yeah yeah I think we, I think all we all are. Are. oh yeah well and we talked about, I know I've said this phrase to you before, and I'm going to clean it up for the air here, but crap rolls downhill, mm -hmm. and we're having a lot of things coming down the hill. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, it's it's been interesting this year. Um, it's been, oh, it's been something. It really has. It's only October. I know. And I'm like, well, first of all, I can't believe we're in October. Because I feel like 2023 just started. I have you know, like we're about to celebrate a, a big anniversary, you and I. I know. It's it's funny because um I have always been like when we get to double digits, like in my relationship, God, it's so long. But it feels like you and I like have just always known each other. So I know. Yeah, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot of schools, a lot of transitions, a lot of education, which is something else. Like, I know this is a side note, but like, I think you and I should definitely talk about what we wish people would know about the school of education. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to name any names of where we went. I'm sure people probably know already, but um, I think that <laughs> that would be eye opening. So. Yes. Well, but uh yeah, so it has definitely been it's been a long week too. Like we're um so we we set a date of working together on Tuesdays and then this Tuesday we actually had our open house 
And so we couldn't sit down to record on Tuesday. I do homework on Wednesday. So here we are, it's Thursday night, and this is gonna be uploaded for tomorrow morning, Friday. So it's been a long week. It really has. And like Tuesday, us and the pizzas, that was hilarious. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, let me tell them about our pizza story. <laughs> So, okay, because I live 30 minutes from where we work, I'm like, it's, I'm not going home just to have to turn around and come back. So um, somebody had mentioned, I, I'm not going to name names, but somebody had mentioned that um, they were purchasing pizza, pizzas for our Title I open house. And so I'm like, well, I mean, I'll go get them because I can't go home. So we, um, of course, I say something to Christine because she's like, I can't really go home either because by the time I do, I'm going to turn around and come back, right? right so right. we go, we're bebopping, whatever. We get to the place early. I'm like, let's go get Diet Pepsis. Heck yeah. Shout out to Taco Bell for always having Diet Pepsi. Like if you ever change that, I will no longer frequent your establishment. Well, but yeah, now I... We're not here for a debate, but hands down, Diet Pepsi is better than Diet Coke. And yes. fight me, fight me on it, people. That's fine. <laughs> like, anyways, so I was super excited that we could go through and get a Diet Pepsi. And then, of course, I had my little one with me. So I'm like, okay, I'll get him something to eat so that he's not starving because I don't know. Five-year-olds are constantly hungry, apparently. <laughs> and so... We go get that. We come back. We walk in and we're like, we're here for our school and 50 orders, 50 pizzas were ordered. And they went, hello, who'd you talk to? And I'm like, well, it wasn't me who talked. I was sent here. Right. And so the lady's like, when did they talk to somebody? I said yesterday morning. And she's like, well, I worked yesterday morning. It wasn't me. And I was like, oh, crap. So I called. Come to find out we went to the wrong place. We we thought it was Little Caesars because they have the best $5 deal. Mm -hmm. Turns out it was Hungry Howie's. Okay, it gets better. So we make our way back the way we came because uh, how else would this go for us, really? <laughs> make our way back the way we came and we go in and I see, I see the 50 pizzas when we walked in because did you see those pink yeah. light boxes? I was like, Oh, crap. <laughs> and then I got to thinking, I'm like, okay, I drove a truck here, not an SUV. I have my kid in the back seat. Those aren't going to fit in the back seat. We're going to have to put them in the truck, in the, the tr bed of the truck. Okay. So I told the guy, did you, I don't know if you heard this part, but I said, we're going to put it in the bed. He goes, the bed. Is that what he said? I didn't hear that part. Bed. I said, yes, sir. I where else is going to fit? And he goes, okay. So it was almost like a challenge for everybody then. So like me and you were just trying to get them up on um, the bed of the truck and we're like pushing them in. They barely fit. <laughs> I mean, like four more pizzas and we would not have been able to fit. I was really nervous when he's like, I do have a few more. And I'm like, oh, crap. But then a little bit of sense kicked in. So, like, I'm putting pizzas in the bed of the truck, and they have a flap. And I'm like, I can't not cover these somehow. So I was thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, well, I have bungee cords. If we can at least bungee cord over, we can keep the lids from flying up. Screw it if bugs get in. That's not my problem. Like, I just <laughs> get in there, right? 
So Christine and I <laughs> try, try getting the bungees. Like, like I get my side and I'm like, oh yeah, just pull, just put it. That sucker flies off. I'm like, okay, well that happened. And then Christine gets in the bed of the truck, tries to help. And you can tell she's like, I don't want my face to be hit. Right. This is me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's already, it already snapped once. <clears throat> and I'm 4'11. So like me getting in the bed of the truck, I'm sure that was hilarious. Cause I'm like, okay, let me get back there. But yeah, the whole she's time I'm like, right at that point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, okay. So, but we, we did it. You know what? I went all the back ways to the school. I had my kiddo look out the window, make sure no pizzas flew open and we made it. And then we got there and it was like, so all that time it took us what, 15 minutes to get it all loaded up. And there was enough people there that like within not even two minutes, the bed of the truck was cleaned out. Like it was, it was quick. So that yeah. was cool. And then, yeah, we survived. Yeah, we always have an event for the two of us. <laughs> People should Nothing know. Nothing is ever easy. No, of course not. But you know what? You know what I like about our relationship? We persevere. <laughs> we figure it out. It might be unconventional, but we figure it out. <laughs> so, yeah, so we definitely had adventures this past week. But, you know, it's just stuff to tell our grandchildren one day. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess it's time to jump in. Um, I'll let you lead the way tonight. Oh, well, see, she didn't even tell me that. So, <laughs> so I know we talked about your new position being a reading coach. First of all, how is that going? You want my real response? <laughs> I got it. I, okay. It's kind of, it, it's twofold, right? So like there's parts of this job that I love that I think fits my personality and who I am to a T. And then there's parts of this job that I abhor. And I would say hate, but abhor is really the word because I yeah. like dread situations that are not easy. Um, And... I feel like my job now is much more in the people business. Like when I was a teacher, I was much more in the building little people, like giving them what they need to be successful. And now I'm almost having to like, okay, you know, the show Big Brother. Yes, I mean, I don't watch it constantly, but I've seen a few episodes. Yes. Okay, so in Big Brother, like, everybody has these cameras on them at all times. And, yeah. you know, you build alliances with people to try to work together. And then, like, you know, some people backstab you and people are voting you out every week or voting people out every week. And, like, you're just praying it's not you. I feel like the the part of this job that I hate is very much big brother like because there's so many more eyes scrutinizing you and almost to the point where I don't want to say it's jealousy but like it has to be where some of this is coming from I think because 
not that they're jealous of me, but they're jealous of the fact that I get to be in a position that maybe they covet or that they want. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard job. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Right. So when it comes down to it, like at the end of the day, do I love what I'm doing? Yes. How's it going? I'm surviving. Right. Well, you're doing an amazing job. You have like, to say no, but you're killing it though. Like you're sending resources. I mean, like amazing. And I know you don't have any kindergarten experience, but what you sent today was awesome. <laughs> but you, you really do want to help people. And I know it's really hard for you. Like you said, when you kind of have to be not the bad person, but you want to help people and you see that they're maybe doing something wrong and you're trying to tell them in a nice way, you know, to fix it. And I know, especially as a veteran teacher, you know, they're stuck in their ways sometimes. And so, you know, that goes. yeah, like I love it when, and I, it's funny because Cody and I were watching Hell's Kitchen the other night and um, somebody asked him what they were looking for. And he immediately was like somebody that can someone that's workable like somebody i can work with somebody that's trainable somebody that wants to learn and it's like those are the people that make this job worth it because they they listen and they absorb everything and i'm not saying all of all of the things i do is absolutely 100 right and there's no other way to do it but what i'm saying is like if you're willing to listen to my side and listen to some of the things i have like I have some really good proven strategies and ideas and I don't know about you, but I love to collaborate. And I think that's why I got into this podcasting because I want to talk to you and I want to come up with ideas and I want my analytical side to come out and I want to be able to like, I want to blow education out of the water. Does that make sense? Oh yes. And I feel like a lot of people, especially nowadays with the way education's going and how some behaviors are terrible and parents are parents. <laughs> there you go. That's um, a good word. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it, it, there's a lot of people that are like burnout and drained and um, doing this for the summers and the pay. Not that the pay's great, but it is a stable income. Right. And a lot of places are not stable incomes. There's a retirement and there's insurance. I mean, when you're looking at it, do we make enough? No, but there's enough here to make us stay. Right. I think is the way to say it. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's difficult to, you know, I want to help people and I want, I, I want them to want me to help them. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. I know some people just, like I said, a good word for it is stuck in their ways. And, yeah. and, and I think some people think that it's like an attack on their teaching. If I have an idea, it's not an attack on you. It's just an idea. Maybe you thought of it before. Maybe you've done it before and it didn't work for you. That's cool. But it's just an idea. Right. Yeah. And I know I've told this to you before, like, that's what makes us better teachers. You know, like, yeah. if they came to me and said, hey, well, I noticed this. Why don't you give this a try? You know, it's like, okay, yeah, let me try it. It doesn't hurt. You know, if it doesn't, like you said, if it doesn't go well, well, I tried it, but, you know, I just didn't work this year with my kids, you know. Right. So 
I'm the type, hey, if I'm doing something wrong, please tell me because I don't want to keep doing it wrong and, you know. Oh, and I, for me, the people who are closest to my boss know what he or she wants, right? They know what they're looking for. That person becomes my best friend because I need to know, not, no offense, you know, nobody can ever take over your spot. But <laughs> I was like, hey, that job's taken. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I need to know what's going to make me look good. And I feel like right. a lot of jobs don't have that. They don't have somebody that's going to say, this is what the boss is looking for. I need you to do this so that you can look good in front of their face. Right. But we right. have that, you know, and I'm not saying that that's what everything's about. It's not always about just looking good. Like you still need to do good teaching practices. But at the same time, that is a big factor of it because my evaluation, your evaluation, all of our evaluations hinder on this, right? Or hinge on this. Right. So right. that's where I, it's just frustrating sometimes, you know, when you have all this up here and you want to use it and then right. nobody right. wants to listen to it. <laughs> Um, so what are some differences and similarities between teaching and coaching? Mm. So you're always going to have good days and bad days in both. And sometimes you have good weeks and bad weeks, uh, good months, bad months, good years, bad years. Right. <laughs> like there's, it's, it's never going to be the same. Um, I think the biggest difference is the constant change in schedule. Like as a teacher, you have everything planned out minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, right? As a coach, I can have all the best intentions. I can plan my day. I can have it by the time frame. I can have all of that. As soon as somebody calls out and doesn't leave a, a sub plan, my whole day is shot shot because now I have to sit down. I have to find out where they're at. I have to find resources. I have to go make copies of that resource. You're looking at at least 45 minutes of my day gone and anything I had in that morning time probably was important. So now I just need to shift that over. And now what am I getting rid of? Right? So like the, the schedule is completely different. Um, but when it comes to people, I know this is going to sound, it's going to sound some type of way. But I mean this wholeheartedly. It's the same. You have some people that overachieve and go straight for the gold and want to be perfect. You have those that are skating by okay with just an okay score um, that are super brilliant. And if they applied themselves, could be Ron Clark. Okay. Um, and then you have those that you are tier twoing them with tier threeing them and it's still not clicking you love them you want the best for them nothing's happening yeah, yeah. so it, i really feel like it's very very similar and it's funny to me because a lot of times people are like well kids behavior is learned listen i think the behaviors learned, but the driving force behind it and their personality, they're born with that. Yeah. Like I definitely was born with a go-getter attitude. Me too. And I think that, I mean, you know, the trauma I've gone through, you know, my whole history. I think that is the big difference between me getting out and getting an education and becoming a well-educated woman. 
You there? Yes. Did you hear what I said? I could hear you. You kind of froze a little bit. I could hear you. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're watching, I'm not editing this, so we're going to keep going. Uh, <laughs> where was I? <laughs> oh, okay. So I think that's the difference in me becoming a well-educated woman and and living a life that's not like drugs, alcohol, and promiscuous sex. Um, and somebody who does that, right? It's my personality. My personality dictated that this is just who I am and this is how I'm going to be. Whereas some other people, when they've gone through traumas and they've gone through stuff like that, they end up going the opposite direction. And I think when we look at our kids and we look at our teachers and we look at people's personalities, they're born with that. You can't right. change that. So, yeah, I mean, there's similarities, there's differences, but um, at the end of the day, it's it's really similar, just on a different scale. Right. Um, what do you think people, what do you think, what, excuse me, what do you wish people understood about you? Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I kind of touched on this briefly, but I wish they understood that everybody needs me to be everything at all times. So like, I'm just gonna go like top down, right? <clears throat> so when I became a coach, my first thought was, okay, what does Mr. Sears want? Oops, I said his name. What does my boss want me to do, right? Like, I, that's what I thought. I thought, what does he want me to do? And I went to him, okay, what do you need from me? What do you want from me? Like, what can I do? And so he has like these expectations and things he wants from me. Same thing with my assistant principal. You know, she has expectations and wants and desires for me to do to help the school. Every teacher feels like their fire, their whatever's going on in the world is the biggest one at that moment, right? So I can be working on lesson plans with eighth grade and kindergarten comes in and they need, and I'm just picking on you because you're right here, <laughs> and they need me to work on something and they need it as soon as possible, right? Because little Johnny's falling behind and I don't know what to do with him. So help me get this done, right? And it's like, okay, I can do this. I can get that done. But then I also still have the stuff from the office that they need me to get finished. And then, you know, the district then sends me an email and says, I need you to do blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. Let me get that done. Like, People are expecting me to be what they need all the time. And they don't think about other people have that need as well. Right. And so I'm sure you're tired all day. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, honestly. And then, you know, on top of that, like I'm having to plan PLCs. I'm having to, um, I've become kind of people's soundboard, I guess. And I think taking on, and you know, I'm an emotional person, right? So I think taking on people's, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> yeah, people really want to see that. Okay. Um, I think taking on people's feelings, taking on their emotions drains me. Yes. And I get to take it on too. Yeah. And I, I get to a point like last <laughs> week, somebody stopped me and they were like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not. And I think I'm. if somebody had asked me that a year ago, yep, yeah, I'm fine, right? Like, 
I think I've grown enough to be able to say like, it's okay that I'm not okay right now. It, I'm not stuck here. This is just how I feel. But I, I was very honest with her and I was like, no, I'm not okay right now. I'm at my breaking point. I need a break. I need a break. I have things I need to get done. Um, and my brain's just about to implode. And um, I did actually, now granted, my head was starting to kill me, which we know probably was brought on by stress at that point, but I took a half day. I went home yeah. and I needed it. I passed yeah. out as soon as I got home. So, you know, it, it, I wish people knew that. I, I Because I know, and you know, and we've said this before, people are like, well, what are they doing? And I really hope people know that I'm really doing my darndest to get resources out there, to help with planning, to be there for them, and not just like enforce the rules and enforce what the you know principal wants, but to also be a support to them and like right. somebody that they can trust and talk to. Um, the only person that's going to hear about everything going on is my therapist, which is fine because she's not going to tell anybody, you know. Right. So. I don't know. I just I wish people understood that. And I not that I don't want them to come to me, but that I want them to come to me and be like, when you have a minute, which I know you're really good about doing. And there are a few other people that are really good about doing that. But I think those people already know me as a person. And so they know, like, I, I need you to not be on fire right now. Right. <laughs> you, I mean, like you said, people expect and you're the type like, okay, yeah, I'll get it done. And you have like all these things on your plate. And so, yeah, I, I get what you mean about people need to understand that, you know, that you're just like I tell the students, Hey, there's one Mrs. Parker, there's 20 of you. So yeah. be patient. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's difficult too, because like my evaluation this year rides on how well I do. And I, I I want to do well, you know, like I, that's just who I am as a person. I think that's kind of, I think most teachers are like that. So I think that's just part of our personality. Um, but at the same time, like I'm just overwhelmed and it's yeah. funny. Yeah. So, okay. You know, I have the feelings wheel on my computer, on my laptop. Um, I wholeheartedly believe in the feelings wheel because when I first started therapy, she was like, that's not a feeling. And I was like, that's what that's not a feeling so like, that's a thought and so I need the feelings wheel to help bring me back so I was I was feeling overwhelmed today and I looked on the feelings wheel at the core feeling of overwhelm I want you to guess what what core feeling of overwhelm do you think it is so like happy sad mad um fearful happy sad mad fearful uh yeah those are the core Sad. that's what i thought you know where it is what, what fear so i had to think okay i'm overwhelmed right now what is the fear coming from like where where like mm -hmm. i'm i was blown away blown away because i thought it was under sad and so when I looked at it, I'm like, oh crap, I'm I'm fearful, right? What am I fearful of? Failing. I'm fearful that somebody's gonna ask me to do something and I don't get it done and I'm gonna look like a failure. 
like, that makes sense so, because that's you go, you know, because mm-hmm. you're the type if somebody asks you to do something and you forget, then you feel really bad, and then and yeah, yeah. and I, because I also and. I don't know if other people my age are feeling this way because I know we're kind of in this like revolutionary time where people are starting to realize, oh crap, I was ADHD and nobody noticed, Um, which definitely has happened to me since Xander got his diagnosis because like he and I, our thought process is literally the same. It's like cut and paste. Um, And so like with ADHD, when something's out of sight, it's literally out of my mind. It's why like I forget to call people or I forget to talk to people or um, I forget the simplest things. Like I'm, I'm about to out myself. I keep little toothbrushes in my office and in my truck. And um, I like carry them around with me because in the morning as I'm rushing around, if I don't look at my toothbrush, I forget. So then I get in the car and I'm like, oh man. So I pull out my emergency toothbrush and brush my teeth on the way to work. And like, that's literally how my brain is. Like I've had to find little ways to combat it, but that's how it is. Right, right. And I think, you know, if somebody says something to me in passing, I'm literally in my head going, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. Because I, until I can write it down, because then I'm screwed if I don't get to write it down. Right, and I, right, right. yeah. And I'm like my biggest enemy on this because I'm like, you're a grown woman. You should remember these things. Like, why can I, like, okay, microphone, this thing. Every time we go to sit down and record, I'm like, shh, I forgot to give Christine the other microphone. (laughs) But I don't walk in the recording studio until I'm recording, so. Right, I know, and I forget to tell you because you told me, don't forget to remind me, see, so I'm just. But I mean, it's like everything I, and it's it's always been kind of an argument between me and people that are close to me because they get frustrated with it. And I'm frustrated, too, but I've never been able to like voice like this is just how my brain is until recently when I'm doing all this research for Xander. And like, you know, Cody, my husband, Cody, like I know you know who he is, but the rest of the people may not. Um, he, he that's like our biggest argument is like, what do you mean you forgot? I, out of sight, out of mind. I forgot, you know? So I think I tend to put the overwhelm and the anxiety on myself because I know how I am and I don't want to fail anybody. You put too much much pressure on yourself. Who doesn't? But, you know, yeah, absolutely I do. That's why I say I'm my own, like, biggest enemy because, like, I'm my own biggest critic. I'm... You know, like everybody in the world. Oh, you don't need to wear makeup. You look nice without makeup. No, I need the makeup. I look terrible. Um, yeah, that's how I am. So, <laughs> uh, but if people don't accept me without makeup, then they can't be my friend. So, right, right. <laughs> Listen, I commend though. Like, and I think I'm a little bit jealous of those people that their hair is always perfectly perfectly done and their outfits are pressed and their nails look nice and their makeup's done and i'm like (laughs) watch like honestly that's how i feel i'm like i'm just over here going i'm slumming it today somebody called me frumpy i'm frumpy today it's fine like it's fine yeah 
yeah, it's okay. Moving on. <laughs> but I love how you and I are just like very similar. Like we're recording and we're like, hey, it is what it is. My hair is like, I don't care. And I heard somebody um, I watch on TikToks like, I always have to do a full face of makeup so that my videos can be seen by people. And I'm just like, if they don't want to see me because I'm not wearing makeup, then they don't need to watch. Like, I don't. Right. What does it matter? Men can literally roll out of bed and walk out the door. What is that? So frustrating. frustrating. Mm Yeah. Which, don't even get me started on the whole man thing. So privileged. Their life is so easy. I do have a question I just thought of, though. Oh, okay. Which is easier, teaching students or adults? The honest truth? (laughs) Students. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, I can make my students do their work by calling their parents. I ain't calling these a grown adult people's parents, okay? (laughs) What's your mama's number? (laughs) You know what, though? Do you remember Ashmore did that? The year oh, yeah. she's like, I'm gonna call parents, and I was like, please don't call my family, please don't call. Me. And she did. Yes, but so she that was for a positive it. thing. Yeah, she was doing it in a positive way, which I do think celebrations need to occur. And that I was actually thinking about that today. I'm like, we have been so negative lately. Like, this isn't done, and this isn't done, and this isn't done. And I'm like, no, tomorrow, no matter what, I am going to celebrate people where they're at. Oh, I'll show you. Maybe. I got thank you cards and blank cards and prayer cards. Look at you. I'm prepared for tomorrow. I even, I have stickers at school and I have some prizes. I'm going to go around and I'm going to give out some surprise surprises to people who've been on it, who've made my life easier, who is just kicking butt, taking names later. I'm like, this needs to happen. It needs to happen more often. And I think I don't want to get so wrapped up in the semantics, in the logistics, in all of those things that I forget that these are people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kids are easier. Stop. You have to say that. Just like you have to say a lot of stuff about me too. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, you gotta tell me that. <laughs> we're no, not gonna, we're gonna believe each other when we say things about nice to each other. We're like, you have to say that. <laughs> it's like when you hear it from your husband, you're like, stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no. And these are super cute, BT Dub. So there's like a little prayer on it. You know, so if somebody's like having a hard time, I mean, I know, okay, so you're not supposed to bring religion into school, but most people I know that work at a school, and I would never just hand it to somebody who's of a different faith or, a, you know, believes, right, doesn't right. believe, like, but still, I just, I thought it was super cute, and I was like, sometimes we all just need a little pick-me-up. So. Exactly. Yeah. Which, did you know today was World Teacher's Day? here's my thing why did i hear about it at four o'clock right right. and why did only dunkin donuts do something for us today i didn't even know dunkin donuts did anything today 
they were doing a free medium iced coffee. And it was four o'clock by the time I found out. And I'm like, I'm not drinking coffee this late at night because I'll never sleep. I'll be up all night. Honestly, though, like if I drink a hot coffee, I can go right to bed afterwards. I think it's something about the heat, but like an iced coffee. No, I already have insomnia. We're not adding to that. So yeah, no, I didn't know until I got home, too. I'm like, really? Yep. See, that just makes me sad because I feel like if it had been like World NBA Player Day, like we would have heard about it all week long. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Okay, so let's talk about football for a second, which everybody's like, what? But no, listen, okay. So because I had this thought process. So my dad, my biological father, my dad is a Jets fan. I'm not into football at all. I'm just going to preface that by saying that because I don't hate right. football. Um, my husband is a Miami Dolphins fan. Okay, bear with me. If you know nothing about football, I'm going to explain this to you. Apparently, they're in the same division. So they go against each other at some point. Did you know this? No. I didn't know. I didn't know, I didn't know football had divisions. I know, me either, until they told me. They were like, yeah, we're rivals. And I'm like, what? Okay, anyways. So, have you heard of Aaron Rodgers? I've heard of Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yeah, everybody says he's the world's prettiest football player. I agree. Um, so, he was on the Jets. And I guess, like, the first four minutes of the first game, he, like, did something with his tendon. And now he's out the rest of the season, if he can even come back. And he was, like, their star player. Like, they were like, oh, we might actually get on the board this year. And, like, now they suck. Yeah. yeah. So, I was thinking to myself when this happened, right? It was like, if people thought about us teachers the way they thought about football players and was sad when one of us was down and out for the count and we got paid no matter what, because that man is locked in a contract He's going to get that money, that millions of dollars, no matter what, right? So he could sit out like three years, years or something? I don't even know. But, like, enough that, like, I sit back and go, I couldn't even have a maternity leave, but he gets hurt and gets to stay out for, what? Okay, right. so anyways, I think the entire United States population would be a lot smarter because they would put emphasis on those teachers. People would want to be teachers. We would have quality standards across the board. Right. Right. Why has this. Because of because of money. But here's the thing. Here's my thought process. It takes money to make money, right? If we turn education into a multiple trillion billion whatever establishment, we put Buku money in. At some point, can we not do deals? Can we not do, like, can we not turn this into a profitable thing too, right? Mm -hmm. I just, I'm not understanding why we can't turn it into what what is going to make things better. Does that exactly. make sense? Oh, yeah. I just, I don't know. Put, I put mean, your, let me tear my tendon and give me all that money. I'll be more than happy to sacrifice it. I tell you what, it's funny because especially when I talk to people about um, this lateral promotion, right? Um, they're like, what do you mean it's a lateral promotion? I'm like, well, 
I didn't go up in pay. I just went up in work. <laughs> responsibility. Yeah, like I just have more responsibility and um, a little bit more pressure on my shoulders, which I think is why I've been breaking out like a schoolgirl. Um, but no extra pay. And they're like, why would you want that? And I'm like, it's who I am. <laughs> I, you know, and last year I really like when I came out of all the things going on in my life, which if you're watching this and you don't know about any of those things, go back to season one. Um, but when I came out of all the things in my life, I was very jaded. And I don't know if you noticed that about me. Like, I feel like I stopped helping people. I felt like I had nothing to offer anybody. Right. Like I just... I was so broken and I just felt like there's nothing I can give anybody anymore. And um, so, you know, people used to call me a helper and I'm like, I'm not a helper anymore. I don't help others. Like I don't, I don't have that. And now I'm starting to get back to wanting to help people and being a helper, but I'm still very much closed off and very private. I mean, for obvious reasons, but um. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I look back now and I'm like, I don't want to be that private. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, because when some, cause somebody said it to me, they were like, well, you know, I know you're, I know you're real private and you don't like to talk about things. And I'm like, am I really that closed off from people? Like, I, I don't want anyone to ever feel like I'm closed off from them. And I, I thought I had been more open and honest about things. And then I realized like, I have very much guarded my heart and guarded my mind from letting people in anymore because I don't hurt. Yeah. And in doing so, I feel like I, I closed off that part of me that was a helper. And so I'm now starting to come back through and I'm like, I am a helper. That's who I am in my heart. And I need to be more open and be there for people and allow people in, even though... I'll go through it kicking and screaming the whole way. And you know that <laughs> I don't like people. I don't want to be doing this. But at the end of the day, like I'm happy I did it, you know, kind of like my birthday party. Like you heard me the whole way there grumbling. Should have just canceled. Just should have canceled. Literally on our way. Like, can we go somewhere else? Can we? Uh, no, we're like literally right down the road. No, we cannot cancel. And then we were accidentally late because I was, I'm the directions person and I'm not even paying attention. And I'm like, well, see, you can tell I really didn't want to go. <laughs> but afterwards, yeah. I was happy we did it. Like I, I was like, okay, you know, they haven't called me yet. I need to, I need to see if our stuff's done. But yeah, like at the end of the day, I'm happy we did it. And I feel like I, you know, I, related to people and let people in a little bit and um i think it was good for my soul yeah i was yeah. proud of you yeah well thank you you have to. Difficult for you to celebrate you you know because that's not you don't do that i don't and it's it's funny and we're already closing in on our time but um i'll, I'll we'll, we'll close on this we'll we'll talk about this though um it's funny because it just feels really weird to ever um, celebrate myself and celebrate the things that I've done. And like, 
I don't even, I have never said to myself, I'm proud of myself. Like, even thinking that sounds weird. But I've been really big about making sure that my son knows I'm proud of him. And, like, he tells himself all the time, I'm a genius. I'm a mastermind. I'm I'm proud of me. You know, like, he's got that, like, that little boy swag right there, right? And, um, but at the same time, as much as I don't want to celebrate myself, I really, truly long for someone to think of my feelings and my emotions the way I think of theirs right and I think that's why you and I work because we do that but I I genuinely look at like how much I give to other people and how much I just not just like things but like my time my effort you know all those things and I genuinely long for people to give that back to me right right but then, yeah, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, stop. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> well, I hope I gave a little insight into this lovely world of coaching. Yes, um, I learned a lot. You know, I do think it's a great stepping stone. It's funny. I, Cody has... Cody calls me principal all the time. You, you, he has big aspirations for my life. Okay. <laughs> We've talked about, you know, me um, teaching at the professor level. We've talked about me being a principal. Um, and I do have a dream. So this is, this is my dream moving forward. I want to go to Harvard and I want to get my doctorate. Um, I want to be a Harvard girl. <laughs> and um, I don't really know where I'll go from there, but I do have, I just feel like I'm going to go somewhere. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. And don't forget, you're going to be Dr. Walker and Mr. Walker. Mr. Walker. Oh, yeah. First. Dr. First, for sure. <laughs> you it, right? <laughs> What's your goals? Well, my goal, I'm going to put it off. January, I'm going to start the leadership program. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, eventually I'll graduate. I say eventually, hopefully in two years, two, three years, I'll graduate. Take it slow. I mean, you have a kiddo to think about. Right. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Well, it's going to start in August, but we, we know things can't come up. So I put it off until January, but it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, this full moon year, we get it. <laughs> all right my beautiful best friend it is that time oh. Oh, so man. i know so i guess we'll surprise everybody with what we're going to put out for next week but um this week is adjourned thanks for watching like comment subscribe share it out to your friends uh don't forget to check out leave a little sparkle info and uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Am I am I missing anything? Teachers, teachers pay teachers. teachers. Oh yeah, girl. Let me tell you about some teacher pay teachers. <laughs> That's about to pay for my book habit that I finally have. Like I used to be a voracious reader as a kid, and I kind of let it go when I became an adult. And I have been breezing through some books lately. So um, thank goodness for teachers pay teachers. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, check out all the things, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.